Thankfully, C4 Energy has reinvented the energy drink game with C4 Smart Energy, the only energy drink clinically proven to provide enhanced mental focus. C4 Smart Energy is formulated with 200 milligrams of natural caffeine from green coffee beans, plus potassium, niacin, and vitamin B12 to support well-being and help you feel your best, all while promoting fat burn and boosting metabolism. So I have recently tried C4 Smart Energy, and let me tell you, it is giving me a boost. That caffeine is hitting because I have a very short attention span. I get distracted so easily, and I tried it, and I was like, yeah, this is a boost all right. I love that. Look for smart energy every day in the beverage aisle at your local Target. Go grab a can and share on social media tagging at C4 Energy and the It's Me Tinks podcast to show how smart energy helps you stay focused wherever you are. C4 Smart Energy. Stay focused. NetCredit is here to say yes to a personal loan or line of credit when other lenders say no. Apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day. If approved, applications are typically funded the next business day or sooner. Loans offered by NetCredit or lending partner banks and serviced by NetCredit. Applications subject to review and approval. Learn more at netcredit.com slash partner. NetCredit. Credit to the people. What's up, guys? Welcome back to ACB Tanks Live, exclusively on Radio Andy, Channel 102. As always, this is our weekly time to talk to each other with a live Ask Me Anything. I want to talk to all of you, so call me right now. It's 844-305-ANDY. That's 844-305-2639. Hello, good morning, happy Wednesday. How are we all doing? I'm still re-acclimating into real world because I had a crazy weekend. I'm going to recap it fully on the pod on Friday, but oh my gosh, it was one of the best weekends of my life. So much fun. I have nothing but gratitude for that experience. I can't believe that I was nervous going in because I didn't know a lot of people. I I met Claudia. I met girl with no job and boy with no job finally. And guys, when I say I'm obsessed, I I was I was like clinging to them. Like I was making a joke so that they hopefully wouldn't notice, but I was like, "Hey, we're a thruple now." Like, "Hey, I'm your kid." Haha. Like literally just would not leave them alone. She's even funnier in person if possible. And it's it's kind of crazy for me because like I've listened to I've been a toaster. Like I used to listen to it. Oh, my college group chat was going crazy. They were like, Tanks, shut up. You're actually with her. Oh my God, but she like blah blah blah. But like she's hilarious and was honest. They were both so nice to me because I didn't really know a lot of people. They were just, oh my God. It was the best weekend. I made so many friends obsessed. I want to be adopted by a girl and boy with no job. They are fantastic humans and I will fully recap on Friday. How is everyone doing? Um, Coachella lineup came out. What do we think? I asked Instagram. Instagram said mid. Everyone in this studio is doing thumbs down. And I I have to say I kind of agree. And I have like a shtick where I'm like, okay, I don't mind if it's not really a lot of artists that I like because it's less pressure. I don't want to be dragging my ass across the field. I don't want to be running, you know, sweating, like trying to figure out, you know, who to go to. Well, I will not have that that problem this time. I will be moseying around, just absolutely wandering, uh, meandering, shall we say, uh, very calmly because there is not a lot of people that I am going to be interested in seeing, but that's okay. Um, yeah, I just... I don't know. I it's just 
it's it's giving mid. It's giving meh. I'm not. I don't know, but that's okay because then you can focus on the parties and your tanning and like other priorities. Um, Doja Cat performed in 2022, so she's she's back again. And it's like I don't really have anything against any of the performers individually. I don't, I don't have beef with any of them, but it, it's just not sparkly. Like to me, Coachella is like holy fuck. Like Beyonce performed at Coachella. You know what I mean? So it's just like when you look at like Beyonce and then you go to this, you're just like hmm. Okay, well, you know, I would have loved to see, let, let's be fair, let's say, and also like the 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 middle two rows, like that's where a lot of the good stuff usually is for me, where it's like a lot of people that I love, I wouldn't necessarily go to their concert, but I love them so much, I'm excited to see them. Nothing, nothing. I, I, I was just, I was just absolutely searching for someone who I want to go see, but that's okay. I'll still be there front row. Don't cut to, cut to April. It's going to be me front row screaming and you guys are going to be like, you are fickle bitch. Anyway, enough about me and my terrible music taste. Let's talk to Marissa. Hi, Marissa. What's up? Hi, Tings. What's going Um, on? Thank you for calling. Yeah. um, First of all, I love you. Everything you post and recommend, I buy. Like, Thank no questions you. asked. That's so um, nice. And I recommend to all my friends that they follow you. And I'm also a toaster, so this weekend was extremely exciting. It was a crossover um, for the ages. It, re- it was really, it was fun. It was, she's even better in IRL. So, I'm, yeah, it was, it was a fun weekend. But thank you for, thank you for being part of the community. Of course. Um, okay. So, I, I have a question for you. And I've been going back and forth with this. My husband and I have been talking about it. And I'm like, I think I need to call Tinks. Okay. <laughs> um, so I have I have a weird version of Instagram. I've had it for years where I'm in some A-B test where if I go to someone's profile, I can see on their follow list in chronological order who the most recent person is that they followed. Because normally if you go to someone's profile, you'll see who you have in common. Yeah. But I don't have that version. How can we get that and version? I want to I want to be creeping on people's <laughs> profiles. Hello. It's, it's amazing especially for my friends who aren't married or they're dating. Yeah, they want to know like, who their husbands. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm yep. dead. Okay. So, That's really cool. Um yeah, so my husband and I we were at our friend's house recently and we noticed my friend's husband where they also have a kid. Um my friend's husband was acting kind of like cranky and we've noticed this in him recently where he just just seems kind of unhappy and i'm like yeah let's look at who he's following oh my god he um we live in la he's not from here and they met in college and so he uh when he moved here he doesn't really have many friends and he still doesn't they lived here for over 10 years together and um so he follows about 200 people or sorry 200 people follow him and he follows like 1500 oh, that, a lot of people. by the way that's that, i'm and, sorry to be i'm sorry to be shallow but that always really cringes me out when guys are when, like when the, like i know i i think it's like there's levels like obviously you can't care too much about your ratio because that's lame in itself but when a guy is literally being followed by 200 and he's following 1500 it's like baby no that's not the point of instagram please 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 no yeah it's an absolute not for me so we look and when i say we it's my husband and i yeah um and I start scrolling, and every single person he's recently followed is an Instagram no. author, boob model, no. and they're, like, into weird kinks. No. And I'm not kidding. We're scrolling for so long. Oh, God. It's probably been at least 200 people since oh, he followed someone no. he knows. Oh, God. And and so we look. It's over a 1,000 girls like this. What? And so on Saturday night, we're like, okay, let's 
screenshot his follower account and who the most recent person he followed is, and let's check in a couple of days to see how quickly this is happening. Yeah. And he followed six people within two days. And these are like, how are you finding them? Literally how? And so, so the other night, we're like, what? Okay, so I know you always say, like, not your monkey's not your circus. But this is one of my friends since elementary school. And she has no idea. She's not, like, technically savvy and all that. Like, she would literally have no idea. She's been wanting another kid. And he's like, absolutely not. And I'm not kidding. They've been together since college. We're in our mid-30s. And I'm like, I understand, you know, if a guy wants to follow a couple ass bottles here and there, but no, this, this is, is yeah. over a thousand. It's That's like insane. In, there's something going on. No, he's and having a crisis. On her, but yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, there's something. He has a beard now. He didn't like a long one. He didn't used to. And so I'm like, what he's do He's having we a mentee. And I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, I need to call Tinks. I, I'm like at a loss. So. This is tricky. This is a really, really tricky one because, you know, she is your friend for a long time. And also it's clear he's going through something. Uh, Let me ask you this. How close is your husband to him? Not very. Like my friend and I are the ones that like bridge that gap. Got it. My husband's never hung out with them. They don't have each other's number, but they're cool. They hang out. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, this is a really tricky one. I I am I'm gonna chew through this with you. So let's talk through your options. I don't know I don't know what I would do yet. So you can do nothing, which feels maybe like you're ignoring a big, you know, burning house fire that you know you could do something about. You could talk mm-hmm. directly to him, which would be a little awkward, but maybe, and it would kind of feel like you're going behind your friend's back, but. could be more direct or the third option is to go speak to your friend about it those are kind of three Mm -hmm. options yep (sighs) gosh i know it's such a hard one this is a really hard one you know usually you're right i would say like you know step away like it's not your problem but if she's not really on instagram and you know she's kind of in you know i'm sure she's busy you know she has a a kid like you know maybe she doesn't see and it is I, I think also the, the 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 thing that complicates this situation is that it is public. Like even though she's not aware of it, he and maybe he's not even aware of it, but like other people are seeing this too. You know what I mean? And again, like you I said, know. it's not that he's definitely cheating, but it's it is embarrassing for her. That's the thing. And in this case it's so bad. If I were her, I would want to know, which is very rare for me to say that. But like, I really would want to know in this case, because I I would feel humiliated that my friends were seeing him do this. And it's on such an egregious level. Like, as you said, an ass model here, there, fine, whatever. We've all got our people that we like to follow and like fantasize about whatever. That's that's normal. But thousands like that's this is a crisis. You know, this is like insane. And imagine when he opens up his Instagram it's like a porn feed. Yeah. Basically. It's not like how embarrassing too. What if she's like, Oh, can you look this up? Totally. On Instagram? Totally. He has to hide his phone because it's literally porn. <laughs> I think you got to take her for coffee and be like, babe, I love you so much. I've known you for so long. I'm asking you this not to embarrass you, but just because I want to check if everything's okay. Like have you, what's going on? I would frame it like this, like kind of what's going on with blah blah following all of these models and then explain the situation to her very simply and just be like yeah it was so weird we were seeing all these people and like you can even tell a little white lie and be like well it's not a white lie but like you could say on Instagram you can see 
you know, sometimes things come up on your explore page that other people you follow have liked. And you can be like, I saw he was, you mm-hmm. know, following these girls and whatever. And then I looked at his mm-hmm. following and it's like, you know, everybody like just wondering if if everything's OK and just see what she says. I do think in this yeah. case, I think you got I think you got to say something. I'm sorry that it falls yeah. on you, but I think that she'd probably want to know. You know, maybe this is my superpower that I'm in this A-B test that I was, Dude, you know, yes. supposed to see that and tell her. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, anyway, even if you weren't, like, it, I'm a nosy person. Like, even if I, even if you, I, I don't have the A-B test thing, if I saw my, my friend's husband or boyfriend have that ratio, I would 100% click on it because I'm nosy. Like, that's normal. That's the whole point yeah. of Instagram is, like, to look at that stuff. So it's such a big difference that you'd be like why is there why are they following so many people like unless they don't understand mm-hmm. how instagram works and they are using it for something else which he is he's using it as his own personal porn site so yeah basically um okay that's kind of what i was thinking but didn't i, I like that idea of just pulling her aside and, and kind of just saying like is everything okay everything okay yeah. like why is he following all these people maybe even like saying it in that way where it's assuming like she knows already exactly Um, exactly yes 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 and just be very like obviously tread gently obviously don't tell her that you told your husband because she'll be embarrassed and whatnot and just like listen to her she might she might be like yeah we're you know she might really open up to you so like be ready for the floodgates to open but I think that like Mm -hmm. I think you got to do it yeah Okay, that's great advice. Thank you so much, Tings. We You're love a really you good so, friend. So You're such a good friend. Good luck with the chat. If you feel like calling us back and telling us how it went next week or whenever it happens, please do because I'm sure people will be interested. Weirdly, this is like I something will. that comes up a lot in modern life, and it's interesting, yeah. like the the ethics and morality of it. Um, so I'll be interested to hear how it goes if you feel like calling us back. But we love you. You're a good friend. Have a fantastic week, and Thank good luck you. with the chat. Bye, babe. Thank you. Oh, I don't envy that chat she's going to have to have with her friend. But I do think this is the right call. If you guys disagree, by the way, call in and, and let me know. But I, I really do think in this case, I'm pr- I'm sure that the wife has no idea what's going on. And I'm sure I honestly am pretty sure that the husband has no idea that it's even public. Like, I'm pretty sure he thinks that it's like private and like whatever. Also, I love that she was like, yeah, he got a beard before. I love how that's like for women. We like we cut our hair and for men, they're like, I'm going to grow a mustache. I'm having a midlife crisis. He sounds like he's really meant to be in time. Um, okay, let's speak to Isabel. Hi, Isabel. How are you? Hey, Tinks. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for calling. What's going on? Yeah, of course. I called back in like October, November about like creating joy with family stuff. Yes. Um, and I'm pleased to report that the holidays went really well. So, oh, good. I'm just, so like, glad. Awesome. Good. What What's on your mind today? Yeah. So I have like a friend situation with my boyfriend that I wanted to get your thoughts on. Okay. Um, like a little context. My boyfriend and I have been dating for three years. We're like 24, 25 okay. and moved to the same city together like a year and a half ago. And we're like in a shared friend group that's worked out pretty well. Um, but one of the girls has like continues to make like comments both to like me and my boyfriend about like how handsome she thinks he is, how he dresses so well, like how she wishes she could have a guy like him. And mm. it like, at first it was like, I guess flattering. Um, yeah. But at this point it's like every time we hang out and it's like really started to get under my skin. Yeah. And so I was just curious, like a, your thoughts on like 
how to handle that if it's something that like it definitely does bother me but I'm wondering if it's like me just being like a little too jealous and protective and I like if there's like a shift that I need there um and then like I guess also just like apart from the one situation like your thoughts on like how to make that shift from being like jealous or protective when other people like see what's so great about your partner yeah um and taking that from like a yeah from a protective place to like a a place of like hell yeah that's my man this is so interesting because it truly is case by case because sometimes in this situation you can just be being overprotective and being a little jealous which is normal we all do that from time to time or it can be that woman's intuition and that's the that's the thing is that it could be we I've also had situations in my life where I have a really bad gut feeling really bad gut feeling and something bad happens with it with a with a girl yeah. who's interested in my boyfriend and I, like I in college I had that I had this girl and she was just fucking obsessed with my boyfriend and I just had this terrible feeling like I just was like she was always around him and blah 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 and one night she made out with him and she had texted someone and was like oh do you think that blah blah would leave tanks for me blah blah blah. and and it was turns out she was plotting this all along not to scare you Mm -hmm. now I don't think that that's the case in this it sounds like this isn't the case in this situation but I don't know you know I don't know how close you are with this girl it's very hard to tell would you say that you're a jealous person generally like do you find yourself being jealous of other girls or is it just her in particular you've got a weird feeling about Um, I would say I'm, like, on the more jealous side generally. And, like, with her, she's also just, like, like, she does the same thing with me. Like, part of me thinks her angle is she wants to fuck both of us. Yeah. Like, I think, like, I'm wondering if that's what it is because she lays it on thick with, like, him and I. And, like, I definitely, but, yeah, I would say, like, I'm on the more jealous side, but it's not, like, like, if she came on to my boyfriend, I have to, like, no concern that anything would happen. But I also just, like. It's a lot. I don't, yeah. Yeah, and I just, like, I don't really want to have someone in my orbit who is, like, trying to do something like that. Like, yeah. I, you know. I mean, yeah, it's possible she's into both of you. Like, it's possible she's just, or it's possible that she's just nervous. And she's just, like, that's how, you know, she deals with being nervous or, or feeling left out. It's just, like, all the over, over compliments. And, and, so, and it's possible, like, to give her the yeah. benefit of the doubt, it could be that she sometimes girls feel myself included by the way that when you compliment a girl's boyfriend you're actually flirting with her you're being like oh my god he's so great blah 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 it's really just showing respect to the girl so it's 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 very hard to say what the truth is in this situation look it's probably a blend of all the situations that we just spoke about let me ask you this how does your boyfriend respond is he amazing about it is he like shuts it down completely whatever you feel completely good about that side of things yeah, totally. And like afterwards, he's always like, "That was a little weird." Um, okay, and like so, he's like friendly. That yeah, doesn't flirt back at all. Look, it sounds like to me this girl is a little socially either she's a little socially awkward, nervous, maybe has a little girl crush on you, maybe wants to have a threesome with you guys. It doesn't sound too nefarious, and let me tell you why. Yeah. Whenever 
a girl actually wants to go after a girl's boyfriend, she's not talking about it. She's not being overt. She's not giving him compliments in front of the girlfriend. She is doing it on the sly. She is trying to get him from the side. She's trying to get him alone and whatnot. I think this girl's just a little bit, you know, has a crush on one or either of you or both of you. And, uh, you know, it's just like a little comfort. So, okay, let's talk about the shift. The shift is like... She thinks you're amazing and she thinks her boyfriend is amazing and it's flattering. You it's the shift is that simple. It's literally this is flattering. Like we are a hot couple. My boyfriend is hot. I'm hot. And people want to be around us, whether they want to be in our bed or hanging out with us. Like that's cool and sexy. And like that's amazing. Do you know how many girls listening right now wish that 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 someone would call their boyfriend sexy? Like it's a good thing. It trust me, it's a good thing, especially because he sounds like he's obsessed with you and you have a very solid relationship. I really don't think this is anything to worry about. I would just try to shift. And every time she's like, oh, my God, like, I love your shirt, blah, blah, whatever your boyfriend's name is. Just be like, my man is hot. That's really sexy. And this is a reflection on me. So, um, yeah, you can do it. I think this is okay. I really do. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, Okay. well, thank you for calling. Go have fun with your sexy boyfriend. If you have a threesome, call us back and tell us about that, because that is a story we also (laughs) want to hear. Um, I (laughs) I love you lots. Thanks for calling. Bye, babe. That's amazing. Imagine if the whole time she's just angling for a threesome. What movie? Oh, that's in Bridget Jones, the second one. She's like actually going after Bridget. That would be so funny. You guys, we're going to take a super quick break, but I want to talk to all of you. So if you're on the line, stay on the line. You want to join the conversation, call me. It's 844-305-2639. I will be right back. So I have a trip planned to Palm Desert coming up and I booked an Airbnb because I wanted to be with all of my friends. This house we booked has a beautiful pool. So you guys know I will be catching some rays and doing a little bit of tanning. I know a few friends who have houses and when they're away, whether it's on a trip or they're traveling for work, they just Airbnb their houses. So they're like actively making money while they're away, which is kind of the dream, right? Like passively making extra money. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment with brand new releases and next listen recommendations. There's a story for every listener from classic favorites to exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors. Okay, so you guys, I listened to The Shards by Brett Easton Ellis on Audible and it was so scary. Okay, I was freaking out. I would be in my car listening to it and I literally sometimes would have to pull over because I was so engrossed in the story. It's set in Los Angeles. It is a mystery mystery thriller whodunit and it is so scary and it's so emotive and I literally was addicted to it I couldn't do anything else for like two weeks while I was listening to it audible members can choose one title a month to keep from the entire catalog new audible members can try audible now for free for 30 days visit audible.com slash tinks or text tinks to 500 500 that's audible.com slash tinks or text tinks to 500 500 to try Audible free for 30 days. Welcome back to It's Me Tinks Live on Radio Andy Channel 102. I'm Tinks and this is our weekly time to talk to each other live in real time. So uh, by now everyone is aware of the Sakara thief. Uh, By the way, this is the type of, this is how my personality works. I put up a picture of him and uh, 
first of all, then I felt really bad. I don't know why, because he stole my food. But like, then I, all of a sudden I felt really bad. I was like, oh no, like, you know, I don't know, maybe he needed it or whatever. And then secondly, the girls need a lay because you guys were absolutely being feral about my thief. Okay. So for anybody who doesn't know, I had a thief steal my Saqqara, which is, you know, it's a lot of food. I'm doing the burn program right now. And it was like, you know, I was excited to do it post Mexico where I literally became one with quesadillas. Um, put it up instead of being like, Oh, you know, that's terrible. Crime in LA is so bad. You guys were like, Whoa, who's he? Let's get him in here. He's sexy. He looks like McDreamy. Oh my God. Is that a young Willem Dafoe? I was like, are you guys okay? Like, I know it's January and we're not really going out much right now, but like, do we need to send around some, I just, it's a lot. Very horny January, which like, again, I'm co-signing. That's amazing. But like, he is a thief. Never forget that. He's a thief who wears red Converse. So if you see red Converse around Los Angeles, ask him how his digestion is because it's lit because he had my Saqqara. Anyway, and also he did not look like McDreamy. You guys were seeing things. I swear to God. All right. Let's speak to Jordan. Hi, Jordan. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for calling. What's going on? Um. So full transparency, I changed my name because I just feel bad but of course I just, yeah have no, to that's start fine with that. no oh my god you don't oh guys you can always change your name of course we understand don't don't worry at all <laughs> what's going on um okay so i listened to your podcast about um you know like new moms and losing friends and things mm. like that and mm. i just feel like this is somewhat related so i'm getting married in october oh my gosh congratulations uh, congrats that's Thank amazing you. that'll be beautiful <laughs> Thank you. Yes, very excited. I've hit a couple snags, this one included, but I've heard that's all the fun it's of planning so, a wedding. Yeah, so, it's all part of it. Yeah. Um, okay, so basically, my sister had a baby in August. Okay. So by the time the wedding happens, he'll be a year and two months. Okay. Three months. Um, so I've been there for her through everything like you should be. She's 18 months apart from me. We're super yeah. close. She lives in LA. I'm in San Diego. I've driven countless times to and from through her baby shower, like Mm -hmm. just all the things doing what a sister should do. And so um, we're hitting this snag where she is not sure what to do with her baby, like during my wedding, because he's obviously going to be coming along. Of course. Um, She recently told me that she thinks that the solution to my wedding night which it's from, you know, 5 to 6 or 5 to 11 p.m. Right. is to continue to leave my wedding over and over to go check on the baby and then just leave the wedding early. She's the maid of honor oh and God. there's going to be, you know, quite a few people from my family there, my brother-in-law, her husband there who could do that and she's now calling me like bridezilla because I'm oh she's saying, God. you know, I don't want her or like, I don't, I'm taking her away from her baby and it's not right for me to ask oh that. And God. like, I said, okay, well, why doesn't, you know, your husband just go check yeah. on him during the wedding? And she's like, well, I'm his mom and he will miss me and he's going to be in a new place he's never been. And that's not fair. So it gets worse. Um, I will, my fiance said the solution is I didn't want to have babies at the wedding in general. So yeah. that I'm like, that's not what I want. I want them around the whole weekend. Like, our rehearsal and our welcome party, even in like the bridal suite getting ready, I think it'd be pretty bridezilla if I were to say, 
it's my day. I don't want him, him around. I, I don't. don't. Want By the way, sorry to cut you off. Friends. Sorry to cut you off, but I don't. And I'm not like, I'm, I, I'm sorry. I don't like you guys can disagree with me, everyone listening, but like, I don't think that that's bridezilla at all, but okay. You're not bridezilla in any way. Carry on. Thank you. But that's not what I'm doing. Right. So I'm literally asking for six hours of her time. Um, and I came up with all these suggestions, right? I was like, bring somebody from home, get a, there's a nanny at the hotel. Um, you can interview them. You can ha- meet with them multiple times before the actual event itself. You're also going to be a four minute walk away from them at any time. And she's just like, shut it down, shut it down. So then I finally talked to my mom yesterday and I was like, Hey, you know, my sister and I haven't talked and it's weighing on me and this and that. And my mom says, yeah, you know, I've talked about it. I think you need to be sensitive to your sister. We've, we've all talked about it and we decided that what we could do is have each one of us leave for an hour. So my mom's gone for an hour. My dad's gone for an hour. That's insane. He's gone for an hour. Can you even? No, I can't. And then it makes it all insult to injury because my future sister-in-law just had a baby as well. So her baby will be at the wedding as well. And the baby will be 11 months. And she's like, you know, thinking of any possible solution. She's like, thank you so much for connecting me with a nanny. You know, I'll figure it out. We'll do whatever it takes. I'm not missing your wedding. So it's just like the two real exact same situation, but being handled so differently. And it's just really tough. Yeah. I, first of all, I'm really sorry because this is very hurtful and it's, you're being made to, you're being painted as something that you're not. You are in no way a bridezilla for wanting your sister your maid of honor to be at the wedding with you. You like, that is so normal. That is so beyond normal. And I mean, I think you've gone above and beyond. And I think to try and take away all your immediate family members, like hour by hour in rotation, look, let's be honest. It breaks up the flow of the wedding. Who's going to get which hour? Maybe you want to, maybe a song comes on that you really want to dance to with your dad. And he's on the duty that time. It's six hours. Right. And look, you know what? And I'm like, I'm like, oh, mom, which which hour is the hour you're missing? Is it is it the first dance? Is it right. the ceremony itself? Is it's, it the cake cutting? Which hour is the which, least important that you're going to decide? No, that's insane. Gone? It's it's so beyond hurtful. And by the way, I think that this this story will touch a lot of people because I think a lot of childless women feel. You know, I really went to bat for the moms in that episode that you referenced, and I I stand by what sure. I said. But on the flip side. I got a lot of very hurt messages from childless women saying we become chopped liver after our friends have kids mm-hmm. and they don't show up for us the same way that we do we we have done for them. Again, we can't generalize every situation is different, but I understand that sentiment a lot. And this is right. this is incredibly hurtful and I I mean I don't know what else you can do aside from explaining to her like this is so important to me and you want to have you want to take mom and dad away like for an hour to me it's like it's it's easy it's the husband to me that's like easy it's a combination of the nanny and the husband and look if she wants to run out and go check the baby a couple times fine whatever but like right no one's upset about that no one's upset about that but to ask your family to rotate out first for your wedding which is six hours is so I'm sorry. It's selfish. I'm sorry. I'm saying it. It is. And it's like, how can you divide it up? And also, by the way, it's mean because it's distracting you. And on your wedding, you want to be completely present with your family, your loved ones. You plan this whole thing. It's very short. Every every bride I know says it goes by in a flash. So the whole time you don't want to be looking and saying, oh, which hours is mom on duty for this one? It's completely ridiculous. Um, a situation and especially with the other your sister-in-law 
being completely fine about it. I don't know. I mean, this Mm. is so hurtful and I'm really sorry that you have to deal with it. To me, it's like it's the husband and it's the nanny. That's it. And it's like it's not that big a deal. I agree. Like, you know, I love my brother-in-law to death, but like if the, if the two options are have my sister and my dad and whomever else leave versus have him not there the entire time. See ya. You're not there the entire time. Like I don't want, it's my maid of honor. It's not his sister getting married. No, No, it's my sister. She should be there for me. Of course. It's insane. It's insane. I, I think you have to really, really just call her and be like, I'm hurt. I think you have to say that. I think you have to say, I'm so hurt. I've been there for you. This is six hours of my life that I'm asking you to celebrate me and be present with me. And and I would say, like, I'm so hurt that you would take away mom and dad for this day. You get, you know, like with any luck, you get one wedding. It's six hours of your life. Like, I'm really this is really. Yeah, I think you've got to appeal to her humanity and her and be like, look, I was there for your wedding and, and really try and say, like, how how would you feel if so that's a wrinkle oh, no. of this as well because of things like circumstances <clears throat> she didn't actually have a wedding and so i think that oh, because of she that doesn't... she's probably like yeah you're asking for six hours i didn't even get one hour like what's the big deal and yeah. so i don't think any of that is conscious but there's got to be some layer to that too where she's just like I didn't even get a wedding what's the issue with me yeah. leaving yours early but by the way whenever i talk about this you know, this era of our lives where everybody's in a different place and women start to not see, not be as close. And I'm speaking to everybody here. I think one of the main core issues is that we just stop putting ourselves in our friend's shoes or our sister's shoes or whatever. Like just because she didn't have a wedding, she needs to put herself in your shoes and say, well, this is very important to my sister. And she's asked me to be the maid of honor, which is the most important person in the wedding. And this is important to her yeah. and I need to prioritize this. It's it's just six hours and there's many, many easy fixes. It's really not. I, I, I think you have to just say, like, this is really important to me and I, I'll be really upset if if you don't make this work. And I mean, say, like, yeah. I get it's hard to leave your baby like the baby will be fine because it will be with its dad and um and, you know, a nanny and like it, it, it's you know, put a monitor in there. Like there's a million workarounds. People with babies go to weddings. People with babies go right back to work. Okay. There's, there's a ways to make it work. You know, there's, there's a lot of, a lot of ways to make it work. Like you have to don't, I'm not saying this in a way where I think I want you to have a fight, but I really want you to stand up for yourself and not bend because this is very important that your parents are there and that your sister is there for you on this day. Yeah, I know. I think you're right. Just like one final thing. I just want to be sensitive to the fact that I don't know what she's going through and I haven't been there and I get that. You know what I mean? And I think that she's still on like her mat leave. So she hasn't left the baby yet, right? Her mat leave is six months. Yeah. And so I think that if we were to have this conversation like another three months when she's already had, you know, a nanny or whomever it is, take care of the kid while she's at work. It'll probably be a different story. And then you also know what they're going through with like postpartum. One hundred percent. Yes. And I'm glad so you said it's, that. It's a yeah. Tough situation. It's, it's a tough situation. And a hundred percent. I'm glad you said that. Like neither you or I know, like we don't know what she's going through. And like, I don't right. I don't doubt that it is a wild ride and you're really like, you know, sensitive and whatnot. But I still think that she is your sister. She is your blood relative. This is your wedding. And 
I think I think that there's a way to make it work so that everybody's comfortable. Let me put it that way. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. I think so too. Well, I'll update you. Please call us back. Please call us back in a couple of weeks. No, or how the, how the talk goes. When you when you have resolution, please call us because I truly believe I know you will get there in the end. You are sisters. You will work this out together. You can find something that you're both comfortable with and that you both feel seen and recognizing because it's important that you both are. I know you can do it. Yeah. Just just explain to her how you're Thank feeling. Thank you. We love you. <laughs> okay, Call I us will. back when you figure it out. Love you so much, and we're so happy for you. Congratulations, and your wedding is going to be amazing. I know that much. <laughs> Thanks. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Oh, my God. That's so tricky. That would really, really, I think that would really, really, really hurt my feelings. But, again, she's so right. We really don't know what um, her sister is going through internally and whatnot. I, I, by the way, I would love to hear from anyone out there who has a hot take on that. If you want to um, join the combo and call us, it's 844-305-2639. If you've had a similar situation or you have some uh, a new a new um, thought on that, let's talk to Mary. Hi, Mary. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for calling. What's going on? Anytime. I mean, thoughts and prayers go out to the man that patched me in because he's like, what do you want to ask King Salt? And I was like, I want to talk about butt stuff. And he oh. just started laughing and I was like, oh, oh my God, I'm so sorry. That's okay. Sorry. Steve has worked with me for two years. He knows that I, I love <laughs> to talk about butt stuff. Steve. Yes. No. I mean, he, I was going to say, like, are you in the headspace to talk about it? I don't know what if I am, but here girl, we go. Girl, ask me. What, 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 what would you like to talk about? Okay. So, um, I met this guy through mutual friends. I live in London. Okay. And um, super nice, like super fun. Not like, not the cutest, but like really fun to hang out with. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'm not going to date this guy, but like, we'll see where it goes. Yeah. So we hook up for some (laughs) amazing second time hookup. It's like fire. And I'm like, wow. Oh my God. I love that. Like like, random good chemistry with a random guy is like actually the best thing. And you're like, wait, what? It's okay. Love, love, love. Keep going. Exactly. I'm like, where the fuck is this coming from? Yeah. Like, respectfully. Chemistry. It's chemistry. That's the thing is, like, sometimes you you truly, it's not a looks thing. That's why I'm saying throw your type out the window, everyone. Just look for that chemistry. You can't explain it. You can't explain it. It's just like, oh, I never saw that coming. Yeah. And by the way, sorry I keep interrupting you, but medium ugly guys are always better in bed than, like, a 10 find me a 10 who's good in bed find him and bring him to me there there isn't one honestly above an 8.5 forget it forget it lazy quiet not dirty not fun i'm like you've been you've been playing the face card your whole life buddy you don't eat you couldn't find my clit if you tried anyway carry on 7.8s are where it's at yeah yeah I agreed. I completely agree. So anyways, I'm like, I know I'm not going to date this guy, but like, we're, we'll see where it goes. So when we're hooking up and he's like, kind of like trying to do it. And I was like, no. And then I was like, you know what? Fuck it. So he eats my ass. And I'm like, what if I've been doing my whole life? I'm 29 years old. I've had like serious boyfriends. I've never let them. And I'm like, this is the best thing ever. No, it's amazing. So I'm like on this rampage. I'm like, we're need to normalize getting our ass eaten as girls like oh, hello. Yes. obviously with people we're comfortable with and that we have like good chemistry with yeah oh but, no for sure right? it's it's like, unbelievable it is 100 percent the vibe and listen i'm just gonna come right on and say it there is a double standard and i am leaning into the double standard standard okay women's assholes 
clean, normal, very cute, pink, small, whatever, good, okay? 100%. Men's assholes, 100%, terrifying yeah. portals to the underworld, so scary. There's like a lot of like crumbles that it just, there's a lot, okay? Like we cannot <laughs> trust them. So just because, and also I just want to say, just because you get your ass eaten doesn't mean you have to eat ass as a woman. And I'm just saying that, okay? But it is, it, it's amazing. Like, I'm eating ass, are you kidding me? No, God, no, no, I'm good. I'm above that a okay. bit. Like, sorry. Okay, <laughs> well, yeah. So so honestly, I love that. And uh, and and by the way, I alluded to this once online, but um, I, I just want to say, if you think you're going to do butt stuff, get some witch hazel. After you shower, put a little witch hazel. Oh my God, it's, trust me. It's really incredible. Hot I learned that from a porn star. Hot and shit. so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, like, if a guy wants to go get his asshole lasered like I do monthly or however often I'm doing it, like, you can do that. No, totally. Consider it, but, like, 100%. It's like, that, exactly. So. It's like, if you learn to actually wash your ass, then I will consider it as well. But, like, we just, I mean, I go back to this question. Ask the straight men in your life, how do you wash your ass? And you will find out. Like, I will never forget someone Someone was like, yeah, I do like kind of like a credit card swipe. Well, that's not good enough for me because I excavate, okay? Yeah. I get in there and yeah. I do yeah. my due diligence, all right? It is fucking clean yeah. up in that bitch. So, you know, you're always invited you to eat. You get the handheld shower like all up in there. 100%. We're thorough, us ladies, okay? And I do feel comfortable exactly. making this generalization. Obviously, I'm talking about straight men and women here. But, um... Yes. Yes. So, so good. And, and, Amazing. And London has this, been though, great. Came, like a theory. London's been good to me, I guess. Um, from this came this theory of like, oh my God, okay, if we think as girls that a guy, if we're better than a guy, then we're more comfortable with them and like more free with them and more open. So it's like, why aren't we actually, like, why are we putting guys who we perceive as like hot and better than us and more successful than us, like on this pedestal? I'm like, no, I'm starting to start treating every single dude like he's like a five and like mid. A hundred percent. Myself into being like dude. the most confident and like who gives a fuck? No, it's actually so true. And it's, if you feel like if you're listening to this and you're like, I don't know how to do that, like, per- here's a good way to get into it. Pretend like you're doing an experiment like one um, one Saturday when you're going out with your friends, you're going to see guys, whatever. Pretend like you are an 11, even if you don't feel like it. And then pretend every guy is a five and genuinely operate that way and see how your life changes because it is fucking wild. Like it is absolutely insane. It is literally about the energy. I swear to you. I swear to you. It is actually so true. It's you. you, And it's like it's not even in a mean way. You know, you just said like, oh, I'm going to treat every guy like a five. It's like not even in a mean way. It's just it's honestly restoring the natural balance because things are so out of whack. It's just literally pretend it's just like having a will see mentality. It's it is literally making sure you don't reverse box theory. That is literally it. Just being like, we'll see. Maybe he's going to be good in this act. Maybe he's not like we have to see. Right. And then it prevents you from, like, performing, too. It's like, I'm not performing. I'm just, like, there and, like, doing what feels good in the moment. Whereas, like, yes. if it's a guy that I perceive is better than me, then I'm, like, have to put on this performance. I'm like, that's so silly. No. That's so stupid. Like, a thousand percent. That's literally what box theory, like, what reverse box theory is. It's yeah. like, don't put them on that pedestal until they have earned it. Until they've eaten your ass. hundred <laughs> percent. Exactly. Um, and done it well. Like, and done it well. Exactly. My, my follow-up question, like, I promise there's a question, I guess, in this. So I know I don't want to date him, and I kind of get the sense that, like, like, I'm having so much fun, whatever, because 2024 is having fun. You said that, and I was like, fuck yeah, 2024 yeah. is all about having fun, we're still doing it. Um, I can tell he, like, likes me and kind of, like, 
could want to like date me and I'm like, I don't want that. So I'm like, do I get ahead of it and just say, like, hey, I'm just trying to do something casual or do I not even bring it up until he brings something up? I don't think you need to bring it up until he brings it up. I'm not even in a vindictive, Great. like That's- spiteful way, but I just think it's like the one thing I'll say about men is they're very like, they're very, how do I say this? You know, they kind of, they need a prompt for something to happen. So it's like, if he wants to have a conversation, he can prompt it. If not, you're good. You know, right. just keep it simple. Cause yeah, I don't exactly. And I don't want to have a conversation. Like I just want to keep doing what we're doing. Keep getting your it, ass so. eat girl. Yep. That's right. Get it eaten for all of us. <laughs> I love you. Thank you for calling. Let's manifest everybody Anytime. getting their I'm asses eaten. This was so such a fun 100%. call. <laughs> Like, yeah, sorry to make it a little inappropriate, but like, it's why not, never you know? inappropriate. I w- it woke me up. It's like going to be a good Wednesday now. <laughs> well, yeah, 100%. Well, you're the best. I appreciate it. And have a great rest of your day. I love you. You too. Thanks for calling, babe. Bye. I love you. All right. Bye. What a fun call. I'm honestly glad she called because sometimes I've been, ha- I have like a butt stuff episode planned out, but it's just hard for me to get into when I'm like staring into my producer's eyes being like, anyway, here's how to get your ass eaten. On that note, let's take a super quick break, but I will be taking more of your calls right after this. So if you're on the line, stay on the line. Welcome back to It's Me Things Live exclusively on Radio Andy. Let's chat with Eileen. Hello, Eileen. How are you? Oh, hi, Tings. I'm so good. How are you? I'm so good. What's going on? How's your Wednesday? It's going good. Um, I'm actually calling you with an update. Oh, fabulous. I had spoken... Yeah, I had left you a voicemail in summer of 2022. Okay. And you played it on the show. Okay. So just to refresh yours and everyone's memory, um, I had called in. I live in New York, and during the pandemic, I had changed my location on Hinge to Brisbane, Australia. Oh, my God. I actually remember this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No way. Um, So I matched with this guy, and we, like, really hit it off. But their borders were closed for like two years. So then 2022 came around and we like rekindled and he was coming to visit me that summer. Mm-hmm. So I was calling you and I was like freaking out because I was like, oh, I like him so much. Like, yeah, what's, what's realistically going to happen? You know, and you told me don't future trip, have a will see mentality. Anyway, we had like the most amazing two weeks together. We stayed in New York. We went to California. And then when he left, like we were like we need to make this work like this is god um then i went and visited him in australia in december for three weeks and then again we were like all right what's what's next for us so we ended up filing for a k-1 visa oh my god um and because that process takes so long it was like a two-year process So I asked my job if I could take a leave of absence. And because my boss is like a queen and she also is a Ting stan, um, she said yes. And I spent the past nine months living in Australia. Oh, my God. This is so crazy (laughs) and so fun. Oh, my God. Um, So I spent the last nine months there while we've been waiting for his visa to process and um, now we're in, like, the final stages of the process. He's supposed to be 
having his immigration interview this month, hopefully coming next month, hopefully bringing his doggy next month. Um, and I'm engaged. Oh, my God. <laughs> Are you serious? Oh yeah, my God. he proposed in November. Yeah. I'm freaking out. That is so, so exciting and so cool. Oh my God. I am so happy for you. That it, That's insane. See, guys, I hate to say it, but if he wanted to, he would. And when it's right, it's right. Literally. It's just right. When you meet it's that so person true. and that's because you are in a good headspace, you know who you are. And when the right person dropped in, that was it. Oh my God, that is so exciting. Exactly. I'm so fucking yeah. excited for you. Congratulations. That is so cool. And that is like the best love story ever. So when is he Aww, when is he gonna move? So, so you're waiting for it to process and then and then he gets to move next month with his dog? Yeah. So he has his US immigration interview. Think like Ryan Reynolds and the proposal. Oh yes. Um, we on love January that thirtieth. Okay. Yeah. Um, January 30th, so then should that all go well, fingers crossed, end of February. And we do have the flight booked for our dog to come February 23rd. Oh, my God. That is literally amazing. I'm so, so happy for you. I can't thank you enough for calling in with an update. That is, like, put the biggest smile on my face. That is so, so wonderful. Thank you. I've been dying to tell you. I've been trying to call in. I couldn't call in while I was in Australia. And the second I got home, I was like, put a reminder on my calendar. I need to tell things. You're the best. Thank you so much for calling. I am so (laughs) happy for you. I am filled with love. And that's just the most wonderful news. So I love you. And congratulations. Thank you. I love you so much. Call us when you call us when he moves and when you plan the wedding. Okay, because I want to (laughs) know. All right. I'll keep you updated. Lots of love. Congrats, babe. Love you. Bye. Oh, my God. How insane is that? Let's take one more quick call. Uh, Nicole, what's going on? Nicole? Hi. Hi. I got five minutes, girl. What's going on? We'll make it quick. Um, So, basically, I am single again. Um, I took, like, a year of being single. Or, sorry, a year off from any sort of dating. So, like, figure out myself, blah, 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 all that good stuff. And now I'm starting to date. Great. And I am just, (laughs) I am just absolutely in my head about literally everything and anything you could ever think of. Like the guy needs to woo you. The guy needs to do this. You need to sit back, like blah, blah, blah. And I just am so in my head. But basically I went on a date, um, like, almost a week ago today and I thought it was the best first date I've ever had hell yeah and yeah hell yeah but then I didn't so I got like so it was the best first date ever I probably broke all the rules um stayed too long had too many drinks and then and then at the end there was a kiss goodbye blah 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 and then got a follow-up text that night just making sure like home okay yeah and then have not heard a peep since and I think I've just been like absolutely spiraling of like what is the actual normal of this moment like do I say something if he wanted to he would would he say something wait sorry when was the date when was the date what day is it? it's Wednesday when when did Thursday okay okay so almost a week (laughs) yeah you hold a funeral hold a funeral but listen it's okay it's okay like you have to have this attitude of like We'll see. And by the way, 
It's okay. nothing you did. You it, it doesn't matter that you stayed too late at the drinks, blah, 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 because box theory, okay? You <laughs> have to you have to just you have to just let this shit roll off your back because you're new to it and so you're overthinking, you're blaming yourself, you're getting all up in your head. It even yeah. if you know, it was the greatest day of your life and you didn't call. You kind of just have to shrug your shoulders and be like, eh, not my guy, not my guy. Like, that's it. That You can't take it too seriously because I said this on the pod the other day, dating is ridiculous right now. Like, it's actually absurd and ridiculous. And the way to deal with it is not to wallow and not to be sad and not to be like oh my god what the fuck are we gonna do the way to deal with it is to mirror dating and to just be like this is ridiculous this is so silly like why the fuck didn't you call me who cares like <laughs> on to the next you gotta let this shit roll off your back it's nothing you did I promise you the good things are coming and you have to just keep keep going keep having a fun attitude about it and have fun with it at the end of the day at, at yeah. the end of the day the yeah. shift here is like what a great date I went on. What a great makeout that was. How fun is that? I wonder what's coming for me next. Literally, no, you're the best. Thank you so much for saying that. And it's like, I already knew that, but just hearing it and the fact that I even got on the podcast, I'm like, hell yeah. Thank you. Thank you, universe. It's just a little sign. You just need a, a little positive nudge. You're going to be great. Don't get disheartened. Keep going on dates and 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 just seriously quiet the noise I I get it it is an absurd time to be dating it is an absurd time to be single but everyone's in it together seriously just like just know that there's so many people out there who are also just like what the fuck is going on and it's like you have to be like you can't let it get you down you just have to be silly with it I promise Yes. No, that's awesome. Thank you so much. I love you so, so, so much. Um, call me anytime. I love you. you know where to find me. Good luck with, good luck with dating. I'm manifesting good things. Bye, babe. <laughs> it is an absurd time to be dating. It's so silly. And by the way, that has happened to everybody a million times where you go on the perfect first date and then they just don't call you. Like a million times that happens. It is just the strangest thing. And you know what? We shouldn't try to explain it because it's just one of life's mysteries. Like who cares? Who knows? And who cares? Um, wow. What a show. Butt stuff. Marriage. Um, Instagram followers. That really, that was a very, you know how they say it a well-balanced meal. I feel like that was a well-balanced show. I do think we should be talking about butt stuff more frequently, if possible, because we need to be talking about it. I will be back here on Friday with a recap of my weekend, and I don't know what else I'm going to talk about. You tell me. Write in and tell me what we should do the pod about. I'll just be talking shit. Um, I love you guys so much. I will see you back here on Friday. If you want to leave me a voicemail... Like the woman who got engaged. That is so actually insane that she called in and that she got engaged after that. It is uh, 866-993-8267. If you want to email me, you always can do that. It's me, Tinks, at SiriusXM.com. You never know. You could email me and get engaged to a man from Australia. I love you guys. I'll see you Friday. Bye.